I don't know that there's a right answer between prioritizing the short term and the long term. You know, there's there's a lot of people who say YOLO, you only live once. They're constantly out spending their money, celebrating, maybe going into debt. And then there's people like me who live far more for the long term, who judge the hell out of them. <laughs> and And I don't know that there's a right answer. Welcome to the 51st episode of the Leader Rising Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Paul Carvanis. We're here for the people who love life and want more of it, the good bits at least. If that's you, you're in the right place. I remember a discussion with my wife when our first son was younger. I was talking to her about moderation, and I said to her, I really want to teach our boy about moderation, including that even moderation should be a moderation. And I laughed to myself. And it'll be a while before I forget her response. She just sort of turned her head and looked at me and said, moderation? I'm like, yeah. Like, you know, it's fun to over overeat sometimes. And she's like, Paul, you overeat every single night until you're not feeling good. And it was one of those moments where hearing the truth was one of the best things that I could have heard. You know, I didn't need someone to sugarcoat it. What I needed was to actually see like, oh yeah, shit, she's right. You know, I was eating to the point of feeling gross every single night. And for a bunch of different reasons, and for the most part, actually, this is, this episode is not even going to go into them. What I want to talk about today is balance. And I think what I was showing there was a lack of balance. I was eating for emotional reasons. I was eating to numb. And so I was eating too much. And I was relying on that stuffed feeling to tell me when I was done. But really, that's not when my body wants to be done. That's just when I feel comfortable and like I've treated myself, which is interesting, right? And I'm sure I'm not the only one who's experienced this. I know a lot of my clients have, a lot of my friends have, where you're pretty strict with yourself. You withhold you get shit done, and then the pendulum swings out, and you go overboard on the other way, indulging yourself. This is the balance that I want to talk about today, the balance between the short term and the long term. You see, the more I learn about all this stuff, the more I'm starting to think that actually the answer is going to be imbalanced. There's not going to be an easy answer that says, you just need to do this. Because if you only did one thing again, it wouldn't really work. One of the analogies I've used before is blueberries, right? They're yummy and they're good for you. But do you think if your diet was only blueberries, that would be better for you? Or bicep curls and bench press, you know, an important part of any workout routine. But if your workout routine solely consisted of bicep curls and bench press, I mean, I've seen some of the dudes where their workout routine clearly is that, and they walk around with their shoulders pinched together because their pecs are way stronger than their back, and their arms slightly up because their biceps are too strong for their triceps, and they just look sort of ridiculous. Similarly, I don't know that there's a right answer between prioritizing the short term and the long term. You know, there's, there's a lot of people who say YOLO, you only live once, let's f do it up. And they're constantly out spending their money, celebrating, maybe going into debt. And then there's people like me who live far more for the long term, who judge the hell out of them. <laughs> 
And and I don't know that there's a right answer because I know that there are a lot of people like me who work so much for the long term and who end up not feeling good in the moment, in the present. And I hate to break it to you, but life is a series of present moments. Let me rephrase that. Life is a series of moments. You may be in the present, you may not be, but life is just a collection of those moments, an infinite number of them put together. For those of us with the long-term thinking and where we look at life more as the destination and less as the journey, the destination is just a point. It's one single speck on this graph. And you hit it and you're there for an instant and then you're off of it again. And so when we're solely focusing on that destination, we actually don't spend time in the moments that actually make up our life. In my head, it's funny, I remember OAC Calculus, where we talked about limits and um, the area under a curve and how you add it up and blah, 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 blah. And so I'm thinking of a, an amazing math analogy in my head, and it's really taking all of my willpower right now to not try and stumble through it in front of you all, when I'm sure the payoff wouldn't be that great anyway. Because how many of you really remember OAC Calculus? I'll give you a more tangible example. I was talking with a client a while back, and we were talking about reverse Christmas morning syndrome. Christmas morning syndrome is when you just cannot wait to wake up the next morning. You want to go to bed early because the next morning's coming, and the sooner you go to sleep, the sooner it'll be there. And when the next morning comes, your eyes shoot open, and you can't wait to start the day. You can't wait to get downstairs. So that's Christmas morning syndrome. Reverse Christmas morning syndrome is when you're really not looking forward to the next morning. And so instead of going to bed early to get to the next morning sooner, you milk the night. You really chase it to try and get as much out of it, to put as much living as you can between where you are right now and tomorrow morning. I knew exactly what the client was talking about because I've lived it too, where I just don't want to do the next day especially not before I've had a chance to do the little piece of living that I get to do in the evenings. I think that that is an excellent example of being too far on the long-term side of the balance. I wasn't looking forward to doing the next day. The only reason I was doing it was because part of me had assumed I'm going to live till over 100 years old. And so I got to earn enough money now and do this stuff that's nice and prestigious and safe in order to make that happen. And heaven knows, a part of me wants to YOLO and just quit and travel the world and become an Instagrammer, Insta-famous. But it's just a part of me. I never did it. And truthfully, there's so many parts of me who want to be a lawyer that I don't know how easy a transition I would end up having if I tried to become Insta-famous. Not to mention, I just can't handle Instagram over any sort of length of time. It... Uh, sucks the energy out of me and my life. But that is a discussion for a different day. Actually, maybe it's not. Because when we're talking about balance, you'll see there, I've pretty much given up on Instagram. I spend maybe an hour on there every other month. And I mostly go on because there's some people I want to keep in touch with, and they're not on Facebook, and I don't have their email anymore. So the only way I can connect with them is through Instagram. So how does that relate to balance? Well, 
I've zoomed out and I've realized that I only have so much energy to give to certain things. And so if I'm giving it to Instagram, I'm not giving it to something else. And I've got to balance that. I do do it sometimes, but not most of the time. There are other things where the balance is different. You know, I try to work out most days a week. That takes way more energy than Instagram, way more physical energy at least, but it also gives me so much more back in return, right? So the balance is not going to look the same for every single thing. Balance is going to look different for you. You know, just the way that if we try to live by the maxim of only eating healthy, we miss out on so many good things. And I know for myself, if I deprive myself enough and start to feel that deprivation, whether consciously or subconsciously, I'll end up falling off the wagon in a big way. Luckily, I've personally always had a gift of getting back on the wagon, even if I'm just going to fall off again. So long term for me, the repercussions haven't been huge. But of course, for me, it's about trying to fine tune this so that so I live life at the peak, honestly. I pause there because it sounds weird. But really, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to live life at peak performance. I'm trying to live life at peak happiness. I'm trying to live life at peak purpose. And so when you're doing that, these types of changes matter. So I don't think balance is the only answer. I think it's going to be a huge component of it. I think that it's going to be a huge component of it, probably tied up with self-compassion. And I'm waiting to see what I'm going to learn next, both through my clients and through living my own life. So if any of this has resonated with you, let me know. I really want to know what's landing. I really want to know your thoughts on what I'm talking about. How does balance show up in your life? What's the right balance for you? Until next time, dream big, live bigger. Peace, be well. Thanks for joining us on the Leader Rising Podcast. If you enjoyed yourself today, please hit subscribe on your podcast listening app of choice so that you can tell the providers that you like what you're hearing and they can let you know when there's more content coming out. I also want to thank... Alex Kerkatsanis for producing and editing the podcast, Xander Kerkatsanis for the theme music, and most of all, I want to thank you for joining us here today. <laughs>